Who is that? Who is that? Glad you masked the Masked Singer podcast nobody asked for with Belinda and Dan. Oh, hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the season finale, our season finale of Glad You Masked, the Masked Singer podcast nobody asked for, where this week we are talking about the final three episodes. It's not the end of us, we hope. But anyway, uh, we've got some more exciting news than that. It's not my news, of course, because nothing exciting happens <laughs> in my life. What about you, Dan? Um, what to you? Well, I... <laughs> who, who am I talking to first? Because you have not introduced yourself. Oh, for I'm our listeners. And I'm Dan, and I do have some news this week. Um, I, Daddy Minogue retweeted me. <laughs> I'm really killing it with these judges this season. As, as we all know, Dave Hughes follows me on Twitter. And uh, I, to be honest, I sent out kind of a mean tweet, but it had kind of a fun spin on it. Um, it uh, follow me at uh, actual Dan the Man, by the way. I'll send myself a plug there. Um, occasionally, I tweet about the Masked Singer. So there you go. And at the moment, I'm tweeting about the Bird of the Year competition, but that's a whole other thing. Um, yeah, I tweeted manifesting a mullet unmasked tonight. This was, of course, on Monday night. Uh, and Danny Minogue retweeted me and said, try saying that fast. And so I've been writing that wave ever since. And so basically the next step is, is clear. You have to plug this podcast to them. I know. I know. I almost did. Except for Dave Hughes, because we have been giving him so much flack. We have. And he knows that everyone is like (laughs) befuddled by him. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Because, like, everywhere he goes, they're like, Dave, why are you guessing these people? Well, you know what? Emerociano's theory is that Dave actually knew who she was and is just kind of there for the lols, which she is. Uh, and it does... Look, sometimes it baffles me when, you know, they're so abused to us and I don't understand how they don't get it. But if there was four people guessing the same person, it would not be that interesting. It, it so, definitely wouldn't be that interesting. Um, you know... We've got to keep it, got to keep it funky, got to keep it funky fresh with Ursula and Dave. Yeah, um, and at least this year, and we will sort of talk about this a little later, we actually had some big names. And thinking about it, we had some huge names this season. We did. And I did not, like, maybe because of the first couple of seasons, there was sort of, you know, we were sort of seeing a resurgence of Australians that were big in the 90s and with COVID, <laughs> we had to sort of have... Just whoever was available and available yeah. to do it safely. And this year we had some huge names. We had three internationals, uh, which we'll get into. I I don't know that I like having three internationals. I feel like one is enough and it kind of gives credibility to all those like wacky guesses of Americans that we're like, they're not going to be coming over here. Yeah, I feel like... They I, did. I'm always in two minds about it because like one, I'm kind of like... America, in in terms of the entertainment industry, it's such a bigger fish over there. Like, yeah. or, or the pond is so huge over there, wouldn't they rather be on the Masked Singer America if they're doing it? But I mean, I've said it before, I'll and, say it again, ours is better. And I'm kind of like, well, one, Australia is good enough. And yeah, I think we do do a better Masked Singer. I think our Masks look better. Yeah. We're just great. We are but superior. also, I'm kind of like, but we should be giving credit to it. Yeah, the good Australian names because we really only Absolutely. have like a tiny collection of them that really make it to that top of the pile. So, and as they said, a few of them said last night, it's so good to be able to perform. You know, when the industry is shut down, and I think we should be giving those opportunities to as many Australians as possible. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, it was kind of I was sort of like sitting there wondering how um, the audiences out there felt about these people coming out and saying that they. That like they couldn't sing, especially after twenty twenty was the year of celebrity. Like it was kind of the death of the celebrity last year because then you had all these people like Ellen coming out and being like, oh, yeah, being inside all the time, like this is right. like prison, and they're in a mansion. Yeah, or, like, yeah, yeah. Justin Timberlake being like parenting twenty four seven is inhumane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. And it, right, and it's like I wonder if these people are seeing like if the audience is seeing. Like, our, our winner for the season was talking about how hard it's been, you know, essentially having lost their job to this pandemic. And Yeah, and, and it's I, like... It's like, it's so humanising, though, <laughs> at the same time, I'm kind of like, I've lost two jobs to this pandemic. Yeah, and I, you're a millionaire, so... Yeah, and you still, you probably still have a lot of... Things. I Plus mean... You live in, uh, 
If you know who I'm talking about, you live in Florida, mate. You can go to Disney World. I'm jealous. Let's get right into it before we start talking too much about our winner. We do have our fourth place get-out to talk about. So we had Monday night. Kebab. Hurt me so much. Got on worst. And Kebab was my choice for the winner. I was so ready to make a joke about the Australia's Got Talent at a Young Age pipeline to the Masked Singer winner. But no... It wasn't to be. Jack Vision got our master on Monday night. And we were um, so sad, but we were so... Devastating. Happy. It was absolutely... I screamed and my dog ran away. I was... Like, I not was, actually ran away, but, like, <laughs> went from the snuggle spot on the couch to, like, the other end of the lounge room. I think... I Like, I was... I've been manifesting a uh, baby kebab dolly final for... Weeks and and it was just not to be to have that heartbreak one after the other. Yes, yeah, so Jack Vision got unmasked. I think this was we've been talking about this for a while. Uh, this yeah, was pretty obvious it, that it was Jack Vision. Just about from the beginning, we called it like as soon as I think Jackie O said it, and she was right from the beginning. Um, yeah, I love that. Uh, one of the so the clues this week that they had were the two truths and a lie. Yes, and uh, I know it was two lies and a truth. Yeah, two lies and which a truth. confused me. I thought it was two truths and a lie, lie. but it was true. Yeah, you because usually in those icebreaker games, you got to figure out which one's a lie, but it was the other yep. way around, which is fair enough because it's like you know if it was two truths, then it might be like easy, like a lot yeah. easier. Yeah. Um, they're trying. They really are trying to make it hard. Yep. This year, but like. One of Jack's sons being smaller than the other is crazy. Yeah. Um, but I like, there was a little interaction that I want to comment on was... Yeah. Osher was... Because Jack said something about this was... That the Masked Singer was the craziest thing he'd ever done. And Osher yeah. was like, wait, this has been the craziest thing you've ever done? Like, <laughs> you have done? You've done Eurovision. You've done... But yep. I'm a celebrity. And then he's... And then Jack's like, but uh, I'm singing to teddy bears, though. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> he probably neglected to point out the fact that he's in a kebab suit as well. Yeah. That would be the weirder part of it for me. But Like, yeah, I'm singing to Teddy's in a kebab suit. <laughs> it is pretty bloody weird, and a lot of people have commented on that, which I like for a bit of self-awareness. Um, yeah, so he... Uh, clues we had for kebab on Monday night. I don't really understand any of them, but he said he's not beef. He doesn't like beef, or he's not chicken, but he does like... He's a la- lamb to the slaughter of some kind. I don't... He's talked about sheep before as well, and I still don't really understand that reference. Maybe he's got something to do with New Zealand. I didn't look it up, but like... <laughs> I don't think I did either. I'm going to look it up now, but I also don't think that anything really came up, you know, in my numerous numerous Jack Vigeon, um Yeah. Oh, my God. Jack Vigeon sheep farm. No, nothing. Never mind. Okay, well... <laughs> Um, while you're looking at your clues, I do want to say I love the little tool jacket that they gave him. I don't know if it was like a jacket or a shawl. They just like bunched up a bunch of tool and they put it on his shoulders. And it was actually like, I loved it in that performance of Juice by Lizzo. Yeah, I liked his performance. A few people were talking, didn't like it that much, but I enjoyed it a lot. I, I mean, I've liked all his performances, um, and they've all been really fun and all, like, leaning mm. into the costume, which is why he should have won. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, that's another whole whole other story. Um, a couple of other clues. Um, as he, there was a sign that said, go west and live. He lived, apparently, in the U.S. for a little bit and in the California, which I think also makes sense because there are a lot of U.S. clues in his uh, packages. And I, um, will, I will say for a lot of like Australians or anyone that just wants to try and make it big and sort of the area, a lot of people will make the pilgrimage. Like even the, all the YouTubers yeah. and stuff, they go over there. That's where all the YouTubers live apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So he's, he's lived in the US, which uh, contextualizes all those. And there was also one about frocking up for fun, uh, mm. which he has, you know. Yeah. Referred to his, uh, small time drag career yes is that, yes is that uh, i think so statement <laughs> i believe i think he just posed himself in dresses on instagram and such but i have seen videos of him like performing uh at clubs and stuff so references to nightlife as well in this week's clue package uh but yeah so jack vision got unmasked which brings us to the finale uh, uh yes so we had a <laughs> we had an unseen final three of mullet, vampire, and baby. Yes. Um, should we, uh... 
truly, I look, you've got to give it to Mullet because we've had it out for him since we saw the costume. <laughs> and yeah. I, every time that he's performed, every uh, as soon as he starts singing, I go, right, he actually can sing. This guy is actually talented. And I forget every single time. But credit where it's due, he, he can sing. Uh, yeah. It wasn't super obvious in the first couple episodes, but... But as time went on, he just killed it every time and he got better. Yeah, like, and it's a fun costume, you know. It's not not to my taste, but... Yeah, it's absolutely <laughs> not to my taste either. Like, it was just... Like, the colour was ugh. The, the mullet was just disgusting. Um, what... Uh, I, I do want to comment on the song he sang, which is... I... <laughs> Born to be wild last night. Uh, oh, sorry. The first song you sang on uh, what was it? Yep. Uh, Monday night. Yep. Yep. So Monday night song. I don't know what it's called, but it's like the what you waiting for. Yes, George Ezra. Okay. Yeah. So I did like the sort of hill. I called it a hillbilly campfire band. Yeah. But like, okay. It, I don't know. It was like a, they were in a campfire and they were just having like a good time. It was sort of like the Jackaroo kind of vibe. Yeah. That is a better word than what I used, which was yeah. hillbilly. Um, I, I, I did like the vibe, but all I could think of is health insurance ads. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, that's funny. Um, I liked his performance last night as well, which did you, I don't, you indicated maybe you didn't as much? Um, so like, it's not that it was bad. He was definitely having a lot of fun with it. It just seemed like he was doing a lot of like vocal tricks to kind of cover for perhaps to, to cover the singing Right. If that makes sense. Like, it, it wasn't his best vocal performance in my mind. Right. Um, but he was definitely having fun. And you could tell... It was lots of fun. You could tell that he was definitely having fun the whole time. Yeah. And they do pull out all the stops for the final, and I loved all the performances last night. Mullet was eventually, to not my surprise, uh, unmasked as Axel Whitehead. So that's another one. And, me. and yes, well done to you for getting <laughs> I will say I wasn't surprised either because yes. like, as we talked about last week, I was like, Samuel Johnson, it's either going to be Axel Whitehead or Samuel Johnson. I'm going to stick with Samuel because I liked my little clues, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But I then think... Samuel came out with the interview <laughs> on Monday night. Yeah. And for those who don't know, he was actually involved in a car accident earlier this year yeah. in, I believe it was June. And he yes. basically like... To put it in the most crass way possible, he took a car to the face. So I was like, oh. Maybe not then. Maybe it's not a Samuel Johnson. probably not going to be involved in singer after that. <laughs> Which it is always... I, Danny was guessing Samuel Johnson hardcore. Jackie was guessing Axel Whitehead. Um, we seem to mirror their guesses sometimes. Uh, in any case, it is funny that you see Danny guess Samuel Johnson. And it was right after the, yeah. the interview on the project. And you're like... Perhaps not though. Yeah. I don't. I'm not quite sure about that. Like Danny's probably just watching the television, being like, "Perhaps this guest did not age well." <laughs> like... um, in hindsight, though, I did pick up on a few clues for Mullet. So, um, I, not much from Monday night, but there was something about being strict. I'm not quite sure what the words were, but he uh, yes. had narrated uh, world strictest parents. Yeah. So there was that. Um, there was a uh, Jackie pointed out there was a cool while ago about a wall. He hosted a show called The Wall, which was a real like a TV yes. game show. Um, some older ones. Uh, so there was a clue about um, he won't not losing any sleep or sleepless nights or something. Okay. Um, and his first studio album was called Losing Sleep. Oh, there we go. Um, yeah. And then going right back to the start, uh, so these were the clues that were in succession that I thought pointed to a tennis player and I thought maybe Pat Cash. Uh, there was the two Davises, so there was Betty and Gina Davis. Yes. And then he talked about, um, like, something about hits. I can't remember what the exact wording was. Uh, it's something about improvising a hit or something like that. So Davis, the Davis clue. He was on the US show Shameless, and he played the role of Davis. He played a character yes. called Davis. Um, the hits thing was maybe the most obvious. He was a host on Video Hits. So that was, like, oh. probably the... Yeah, no, like, way back in the day, it was kind of how he started. He hosted Video Hits. And I, it was one of those things, like, once I became convinced that it was him, I was like, 
why have there been no clues about video hits? Like, that's kind of the thing he's most known for. Yeah, well, I like how, I do like how they've made the clues very, like, I think obtuse is the word I'm looking for. Yeah, but like, in hindsight, and, those really early clues weren't obtuse at all, and they were really obvious, but of course we weren't even yeah, thinking about actual whitehead at that point. And, but also because you have to think about them in a really roundabout way, which is yeah. part of what the judges said as well. I do think he has to answer for one of his clues, though. Yes. Um, the one you were talking about last week, from Z to A minus the D. Yeah. Where's the I, D? That's, Where's the I, D, mullet? Where's I the D, Axel? I have trying to figure this out, and I can't. So Z, the Z to A, I was right about this. So it actually confirmed yeah. by the Masked Singer, Z to A was because he played a character with the initial Z A on Neighbours. Zen uh, and Alexio. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so I got that right. I'm pretty pretty pleased with that, but I have no idea where the minus the D. I've tried to figure it out. I thought maybe it was because his name ends in a D, so maybe it's like something about. But I truly I don't know, and I don't think I will ever figure it out. This is the Daniel Radcliffe of season three. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> We're gonna um, find him. Be like, what's the D? Weird. Man? I think um, weirder is that he like the clue was twice. So the first time it was Z to A minus the D and then it was on I think Monday night's episode and they it was just a backwards alphabet. And yeah. so I don't know. Weird. One more thing for Axel Whitehead. Do you remember ages ago the um the mind reading thing? And his ah. was a Viking shield. And so people were kind of going back and being like, Who has, you know, Viking, who's been in the show's okay, Vikings okay, and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in the show Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so, I remember Osha did mention it. Oh, yeah, I'll be honest, people. I didn't get to watch the grand finale last night, but I did mm-hmm. watch it a couple of hours ago. So some of this is fresh in my mind. Yes, it, much fresher than it um, is for me. I did, you know, obviously watch it at the time, but well, that's one of the one of the things he <laughs> did clear up, which I thought was pretty funny, was that um, yes, in I know his CCTV say. clue, he was yeah. walking in a circle. He was actually walking in an axle. Yes. If that makes sense. <laughs> uh, anyway, he was referring to his name. The yes. Other, the other thing which was funny was... That, that was a was, good clue. There was talk about two W's or something like that. So one, he he did play for Carlton for some time. Is, is did he? Uh, is that... Maybe that's not correct. He said... So, no, that was one of the truths or lies. And I just assumed it was the lie, but maybe not. Yeah, he said something about playing with Carlton or for Carlton or something like that. Yeah, so he played... also from Dave Hughes' hometown, Warrnambool. Yes, that was a fun one. That just absolutely blew his mind. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So the clue was something about... I have this written down, I think, but um, uh, something about, like, getting Ws or having a few Ws. I played a dozen AFL games for Carlton was one of the truths and lies. Yeah, I suspect that was a lie, but I'm not 100% sure. Um... Yeah, so it was something about, I've had a few W's, isn't that right, Husey? And I did that did baffle me a little bit, but I think that's a good yes, clue. so that was referring to also growing up in his hometown. His his truths like and a lie. Hometown. Yeah. yeah, his truths and a lie, uh, one was that he was a Kevin Rudd lookalike competition. Which, yeah, that's a lie. <laughs> one was he played games for Carlton, and the other was he threw up on a skydiving instructor while skydiving. I don't know which of these is true. I've tried looking it up and I can't figure it out. <laughs> Look, so he did say in that little exit interview there that he played, that oh. he was playing with Carlton. So I'm inclined to believe that the truth oh, is okay. playing I a dozen that. games for Carlton or whatever he exactly was he said. Ah, um, I missed that. So, there you go. Yeah. Uh, and in summary, basically, Axel Whitehead seems to have the same energy as the mullet. Like... Yeah, I mean, he has a mullet. Yeah. Which I love. Boy has grown a mullet, and... Well, I I don't, but that's because I just don't like mullets. I see one, I cross the street. <laughs> cross the road. <laughs> I I love that he was that committed. Um, yeah, no, it's great that he was that committed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, last last clue, there was something about um, him being number one. In, I think yep. it was 2009, he was yes. Bachelor of the Year. Yes, and you know, this is another one when I was, like, looking him up, and I was like... That's got to be, where is the reference to him being Cleo's Bachelor of the Year? Because that's a big thing and you could do that in a lot of obtuse ways. And they did do it in an obtuse way that I didn't pick up. Uh, so yeah, good on the crew team for, for doing that. Yeah. Um, okay. But yeah. So next Which, we will do our silver medalist. Yes. So that does of course mean that we had 
Dolly and Vampire in the final two. two. And, and of course we were going for Dolly. And in a twist that no one saw coming. No way did anyone see coming. Our second place was Dolly and Vampire yep. came <laughs> for the surprise win. Yes. Um, um, but it surprised nobody that Dolly was Ambrosiano. <laughs> yes. I don't even know what we can talk about with Dolly because we've covered it all. Um, Dolly, yeah, of course Ambrosiano. Uh, she... Well, yeah, the fact you... that she immediately was like, um, Heezy, the fact that you've heard me sing today <laughs> and you yeah. recognise me, and then he was just like, I knew you could sing, but I didn't know you could sing that well. Yes, which she can, <laughs> and it's it's always good when you have, like, non-singers who are actually really good. It's a Georgie Coughlin situation. Um, Dolly, oh, Emma I'd, Shiana... say, I'd say yes and no, because like, yeah. I feel like she kind of... So she started in the sports... Yes. Like, she started off as a sporty girl, obviously. She was a hurdler and an aerobics person. So, apparently, the Missing Her Dream in Sydney actually refers to the Sydney Olympics. Yeah. Uh, because she uh, she threw out her... She hurt her knee while doing aerobics. Yes. And she was going to be hurdling in the Olympics. Yes, correct. I was like, wow, that's a, there was a whole conversation. That's a whole thing there. <laughs> um, so, she had connection to the the name Davis as well. So her yes. dad supported Sammy Davis Jr. Yeah. Um, and then one more thing about Australian Idol, the eggs. We all thought that there was yeah. there was 12 eggs and there was three missing. We thought, oh, that's referring to her three children. Actually, that was refer- referring to her ninth place in Australian Idol. Yes, ninth out of 12, which does actually make a lot of sense. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, there's not much else we can say about it. It was Emiliano. No. I, I really... Will... I will just yeah. comment quickly on the fact that a lot of the clues pointed to Missy Higgins. So Dave Hughes and Ursula's guess of Missy Higgins wasn't terrible except for the boys. But yeah. uh, Clue Package on Monday night had a clue about steering, had a clue about special two, referring to songs that Missy Higgins has. Uh, and it all, she also said uh, her favourite colour was white and she had the album The Sound of White. So, Missy Higgins, not this year, but I'm manifesting it for next year. I think it's going to happen. Missy Higgins... On the show. Um, but obviously, obviously this was uh, Emerciano and... Um, yeah, so prediction for Mars Singer Season 4, Missy Higgins going to come in. She's going to get eliminated, like, in third. No. Missy Higgins, if <laughs> no, Missy Higgins is on good, it... She's a good singer. You got to... <sighs> this is the system. They get the singer and they get rid of them. If Missy Higgins goes third... Uh, if Missy Higgins is on the Mars Singer and goes third, I will stop watching. I'll be unhappy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no. So... I, st- I don't know what her truth and lie was. Uh, there was so more she... than a year in hospital yep. uh, coming from a long line of opera singers and that she was a hot dog eating champion. I want to say it was the hot dog eating champion, but I, I don't know. I want it to be the hot dog eating champion, but I yep. honestly, I didn't, I looked, I looked up Emruciano hot dog and nothing came up except for, <laughs> you remember Big Brother and there was hot dogs. Yes, I feel oh, like true. You can't Google anything to do with Australia and hot dog without coming up with that guy. Yeah, that's true. Um, Honestly, we just need to have that guy come back. Like he's done nothing since, <laughs> Trump, but like that guy is so iconic. Hot dogs on the Mars Singer twenty twenty one twenty what year is it twenty twenty two yeah <laughs> um, yeah. The, a couple other things about Dolly about Emeritiano is that that costume um, was like not what I pictured at all. So when she came really? out. Well, I don't know what I was picturing, but, like, she so they obviously had to take off the entire head, and then she was just kind of in the dress, and the dress came up really high on her. It came up to, like, just below her shoulders, and so she had to, like, pull her arms out of it. Um, I don't really know what I had pictured. I I can't I, believe you didn't picture worse. I was surprised at how much she could have out of the skirt. <laughs> that's true. I thought I, the whole like I thought it would just be her head sticking out of the skirt. To be honest. Yeah, I mean, so it, it, I don't know how I pictured the hand situation because now that I think about it, it's insane. But she was holding. She must have been holding like stilts, and that kind of controlled the. Oh yeah, yeah, hands. yeah. No, she's holding sticks. Did you yeah, know? I didn't make that connection. Um, the, the sticks were showing through the costume, <laughs> man. It wasn't like... There wasn't a secret. Yeah. Um, I don't Sweetie. know. I don't know what I what I pictured. Um, oh but goodness. anyway, insane costume. Um, really cool. Um, and great performances this week from Dolly as well. Yeah. Um, 
I I'm gonna probably say something that won't make me very popular, but um, well, I don't. I sort of obviously I had no idea what the song, what the uh semi finale song she sang, but for the finale when she sang um, uh, is it you've got the love or got the love by yes the machine yes correct, like. The songs, no, I'm alright with, the, like with the key change, but I don't, it, for this song, it just didn't suit. It just didn't feel like it. You didn't. It felt I like she's taking it. a very safe choice. It just felt like safe. I didn't. I wasn't really impressed by it. What I was impressed by was the the backup dancers who were like sort of around yeah. her playing the harp and they <laughs> stood up and then they got lifted up and it was like. It yeah. was like the opposite to what Queen did last year when Kate Miller Hyde yes, yes. had her finale performance and then she just like rose up in the air and just still, with it. Still one of the best Mars Singer performances in my opinion. Despite my love for Dolly, I think that was uh, amazing. But she, so I was on her Instagram and I do have something to say about that, that Emerichiano said, I, this surprised me a little bit. Um, well, not, she wanted to fly and they said, okay, your costume is too heavy for that but we can have your backup singers fly, uh, fly, your backup dancers fly in the air. She was like, sold, that's good. So she wanted to fly. What surprised me about it was I I guess I wasn't aware of how much, I've never quite known how much uh, input the performers have on their performance performances. And I don't know if that was maybe just something for the final, but it is interesting that she at least had a little bit of say in how it went uh on yeah, and actually, um, we may as well turn to the episode on Sunday night, which, for those who don't follow yeah. the show, was actually like a little look back at, you know, some <laughs> previous masks and yeah. also some of the processes that they go into. Did someone say filler episode? <laughs> yeah, it's the depressing part to me because I'm like, you should just make it at half hour, focus on the costumes and the actual process from beginning to end. Yeah. That's what I want. And I yeah, think that yeah. they really did that more in season one. It wasn't just weird filler bits with like Ursula and Dave and then Jackie and Danny. Some of it was <laughs> quite interesting. Um, I Look, I didn't mind the kind of sketch shows or whatever, but some of it was quite interesting. They did show people a few of the performances like getting the masks on, which was... Yes. Some of it was quite intense and quite interesting showing them showing ali simpson and ella hooper get ready with yeah and baby like i didn't realize i mean so baby's head is made all about a polystyrene i believe they said but then they're talking about how heavy she was yeah i was really surprised to hear that she was heavy because i thought she would actually be like surprisingly lightweight no yeah so that's and it was funny last night when they showed all of them like kind of um, they showed all of them with their masks and most of them sort of held their mark, their heads out in front of them and then moved them or whatever. Baby, yeah. that was never going to happen. Ella Hooper was just standing right next to it. And yeah. Like, <laughs> and it's, it's like just, her height just about. The head is massive. And she said that when she was walking with it, it was like, she basically like couldn't do any high kicks or anything cause she'd fall over. So she, yeah. her walking was like a real struggle. It was like one step at a time. Except that it possibly would have damaged the structural integrity of the costume. Wouldn't it have been funny if they did, like, some weird dance move with like, <laughs> head spin? Yeah, um, that would have been great. <laughs> another bit of a costume difficulties. They didn't talk about whatever happened with Atlantis' head always falling forward, but the fact that she, once upon a time, had a, uh, like, a remote control wheelie coral throne but then by the time it got to the show, to filming the show, like something had messed up in the control system and all it could do was spin around really fast in um, one direction. Yes. All of the costumes, I will say really different. And I think that really like when yeah. you look at uh, Emeruciano's costume and uh, so Dolly versus Mullet is really interesting because Mullet's head fell over, fell off first episode. That was yeah. never going to happen with, with Dolly. Like, Dolly's never. head was... That is, that is packed... That's attached on. to, like, a backpack or something. Like, those yeah. things are attached. When they, yeah. when they have... And they've had that for the last couple of months. So, like, Baby needed assistance, Kebab needed assistance, and Dolly. Oh, yeah, I know. Did, I loved when uh, Dolly took off her mask and was like... So, they do, like, the who are you? And it goes forever, and they take it off. And, it like, they really drag it out. With Dolly... It was like, so usually you can kind of see them pulling it off and oh, whatever. And Dolly, it was just like, 
her like kind of flailing her arms around. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, why are we continuing with this charade? It's like she's not even getting her arms close to her head. Those aren't even her real arms. So what are we talking about? Though at least she tried. Like that's a costume she can't really do much with. And like with a uh, baby, that's also the same. She's got these big hands like well, what's she gonna do with them God, but some I... of these people that do the the flailing for take it off like especially i've noticed for some reason it's the girls what? Um, like, yeah and they don't like put i don't know they don't put an effort into it like it's <laughs> an extreme moment of stress and they're supposed yeah. to be, like flailing like if it were me i'd get on the floor and be like running in circles doing like the zoidberg you know when he runs yeah. in a circle around the floor or yeah. maybe it's homer i don't know that whole bit I would like be doing that shit. <laughs> what? I what would they do if there was a fire? Like, surely they have things in place for that. Oh yeah, for sure. Because like Dolly ain't getting out of her costume by herself. Imagine like having a spin around a door or something. Yeah, <laughs> no, um, she can probably because they definitely have assistance. They probably have a small team for every character, and they probably yeah, like, surely they'd have someone ready to just clip I mean, them out. And they but that's, just half, they have to just abandon like half the costume. That's not to mention like all the backup dancers dressed up as toilets and stuff. Like that's crazy. <laughs> Though if you the know, toilets can fit through doors, they can probably yeah. like wait in an embarrassing way for the fire engine. <laughs> Good lord! <laughs> and they will come. The fire guys are like, okay, I'm not sure what I'm putting out here, <laughs> but it's Coachella gone wrong, I think. <laughs> <laughs> in any case, Dolly was unmasked. We saw her funky costume. We saw her Marciano. We all clapped and fell in love with her. And then Vampire was unmasked. And Vampire, again, to no one's real surprise at this stage in the game, was Anastasia. Anastasia! Um, Anastasia. So, uh, if you don't know who Anastasia is, she's got... Like, she's a US singer. Pretty pretty famous. Um, two mm. big songs left outside alone. Uh, I'm out of love. And I wonder if you know how it really really feels to be left outside alone. I'm cold out here. (laughs) Exactly. Now, do I'm out of love? I'm out of love. Set me free. (laughs) Let me out of this misery. Yeah. Yeah, Um, no. (laughs) If you still don't know who Anastasia is, listen to her songs on Spotify where she will sing them better than we will. I had to be like, Mother, Mother, do you remember when you burned the CD? (laughs) Like when I was seven, you know? (laughs) Had that song? You remember that, Mother? No, I don't, Belinda. Oh, well, anyway. uh... (laughs) Um, Yeah, so Anastasia was unmasked. Um, Not. Uh, yeah, so Anastasia was a master. I don't know what else I have to say about that. Two good performances from Anastasia. That's what I'll say about her. She did do well in the last few episodes. Yeah, I, I, so I wrote for her performance. What did I, what did she do the night She did, so she had Fancy on Monday night. Yeah, Fancy was great. I can't believe I missed the splits when they happened live, but they looked amazing when they replayed them in the final. I love stuff like that when they do splits because it, like, immediately just crosses off so many people so i think he usually gets dig on warwick and it's like not yeah <laughs> he was like yeah she's 80 she's not doing that no that's not so it's like it has to be someone who can dance and you can do the splits um which honestly like not that anastasia is old by any means but like she's you know older than she was when she <laughs> was releasing songs in the 90s or early yeah. 2000s uh, so good on her for still sort of <laughs> getting to it yeah. Doing the splits at, uh, I'm going to, about to reveal her old she's, she's 53. Oh, wow. She's do, like, do doing splits the splits at 53. 53. You're a healthy lady. Yeah. Well, I suppose she'd have to be. Apparently she's had like so many illnesses. Yes. No, so there Which were. I shouldn't laugh at that, but like one of her clues that was, uh, sort of explained in her little, in the little ticker tape at the end. Yeah. It's literally just a list of like things that she's gone through, like Crohn's disease, cancer. There was some, there's three other things. And I was like, Jesus yeah this no he has been in a coffin all her life no wonder she's a vampire you know <laughs> yeah um yeah no so there were a lot of kind of references to her health problems um just like there was something about life has disappointments that was only on monday night and just sort of getting through things and yeah so she has had quite a lot of of health issues which she's gotten through um lots of a lot of clues to being in two worlds now i thought that might have to do with 
this she had an album called It's a Man's World. It was a cover album. I thought maybe mm-hmm. that was a reference to that. But apparently she was just very popular in the in Europe. Um, yeah, so, so I remember she did explain in the finale that um, when she was sort of first starting out, it, America was just like, we're going to ship you off to Europe and you're yeah. going to go there and we don't really want you back. But luckily yep. she found success there, which honestly great because she was obviously, she had an iconic moment in the yep. 90s and like early 2000s. Yeah, absolutely. Um, another really early clue that I figured out last night, um, there was a reference to, like one of their first clues was she doesn't mind the daylight. She, she's like a creature of darkness, but doesn't mind the daylight. Uh, I think it, it was something like that was where she was discovered or something like that. And uh, sure enough, she one of her first labels was Daylight. Ah, so, there you go. Yeah, there were a few references to Daylight, I think, after that initial one. And, um, yeah, that would be the reason why. Um, and gonna, another... Th- sorry, yeah, go. Oh, I was just going to say that's Again, they're pretty good clues. And yeah. Good detective work on your end, Dan. You're like Thank the, you. the Thank real you. MVP here. Just going back in time. Um, another <laughs> thing that I pointed out, figured out on Monday night, there was uh, a couple of things. So she had, uh, she stood, I can't remember what the clue exactly was. Oh, it said, speak many tongues. And she was holding up a sign saying vampire. And then there were various, there were two spellings, others. Spellings, yes. Various other spellings. Jackie actually sort of said to herself, oh, maybe her name is misspelled. Which I think is probably the clue because Anastasia is spelt with a C A N A S T I A C I A, and I have a feeling people throw an S's all over the place in well, that even, name. Well, even even every time I tried to write up my phone, my, my <laughs> phone corrects it to Anastasia with the S. Yes, but like, even oh. still, like Anastasia is a very commonly misspelled name. People throw in double N's. People throw in an S C. People throw in an S. Uh, so I think that was probably the reference there. Mm. Um, yeah. Can I can I admit something weird? Yes. So I've never heard the whole, the entirety of Live and Let Die, the song, right, that she sang in the Grand Yeah, Party. yeah, yeah. And I'm not, like, the singing was great. She sang right in her comfort zone. It was great. Yeah. Best song for her, blah, blah, blah. I was, like, but I've just, I've never really heard that song. I've only really heard it in the little vine where the guy, like, hits the snow. <laughs> Live and Let Die. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. That's so funny. Um, it was but a I, good performance. I was, like, live tweeting in my notes. <laughs> so I have Sandine Nakomp sorry dot 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 reggae along with <laughs> the theme from Saw. <laughs> Wait, the the theme from Saw. You know, like in Saw, the Saw movies when they have the plot twist and it's like da 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 I haven't seen Saw. Okay, well, I mean, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna give a hot take. The Saw I watched. I've seen the original Saw. I haven't seen any of, of any of the others because I was Probably bored. Probably a good move. It was... You were bored in Saw? I know. It's an iconic horror film, but like... I haven't seen most it, of but the I film just like... is Carrie Elwes and the other guy yelling at each other. Right. Like... I mean, I haven't seen it, but I just can't imagine you being bored because isn't it just like super gory? And like, I, I find the traps really interesting. So I go and watch the trap scenes on YouTube. That's, right. you know, and like I've seen the CinemaSins videos for anyone who doesn't know CinemaSins. It's just like all the nitpicks you can find in the movie. For example, with Saw, the fact that the key that would have let Adam go was around his neck. And then when he like came out of the bath in the, be- he comes out of a bath, right. he's in a bath <laughs> in the beginning. How he doesn't drown. That's another question. Oh, I'm, really, I... I'm going off on a tangent here. I have a lot no of idea. I have no idea what you're talking about. Any, should, I, anyway. should I watch Saw? No, you're saying no. Uh, look, you, you might like... <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It's one of those films where it's like, if you're going to watch a horror movie, you may as well watch Saw. Yeah, okay. But, like, I was bored. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In any case, at the end of her performance, Anastasia went into a coffin. So uh, Yeah, no, I like that. I really like that. I thought yeah. that was really cool. And imagine, imagine if her first performance had started with her coming out of one. Yeah, that like, would have been it cool. Would have been such a great opportunity for bookends. Oh, I love bookends, I but love I think in a show like, like this, it would be difficult. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. It's but, it's like, hard because it you don't know what you're going. It through. would be a bit of a first for reality TV, you know, if she first emerged yeah. from a coffin and then when she, I know you can't tell, I suppose, but like, 
I I want to know how pre-planned it is. To be honest, mm. I like if it was pre-planned for her to go to the finale, then you know, knowing that yeah, this isn't even like a, like a oh or reality TV is rigged kind of situation. I'm just like. I don't know. I feel like they decide who goes home and whatever. That's fine. Surely they have to, because how did Mullet stay so long? I don't know. I mean, people, maybe people are voting for him. Yeah. They're actually, when I heard the audience boo, when it was discovered that Mullet was come third, like they were disappointed. Yeah. I'm like, what does this audience think of the, (laughs) what are the audience thoughts? And can I share like a non-conspiracy, conspiracy theory with you? All those dancers and, like, all the masks, when they came back at the end, those weren't the masks. Like, they weren't the celebrities. Oh, uh, yeah. They were back the yeah. I, yeah. Which, I think that that's not even, again, like, it's not even a complaint, I think. I, it's not because a complaint the, or anything. I was just like, these are just backup dancers. They're just in the background. Because, like, compared with series, sh- compared with series one, when they really, they did have them come back and sing again. Like, they yes. actually had a group number. Yep. You're drawing the memory here, but sure, yep. I'm, I'm pretty sure they had a group I number think of they This did, Is yeah. Me. I think it was This Is Me at the end. Oh, yeah, maybe. Because that actually does ring a bell. And I don't know if... I can't remember if they did it in Series 2, but Series 3, it was like, that's definitely the four singing On A Night Like This by Kylie Minogue. Yeah. This is Which the was... beginning of the grand finale. Classic tune, Great. but somehow disappointing. Oh, oh, really? I thought I was, it was great. No, like, I love that song, but I don't know. Like, just get me Kylie singing it. You know, some, some yeah. songs just belong to some singers. I don't I'm know. I like it. Perhaps this song belongs to Kylie, or maybe it's just like... I don't know. There was just <laughs> something about it that wasn't hitting for me. I I liked all of the performances. Um, I thought that was great as well. Um, yeah, no, I thought it was good. But I think you're right. I think even, like, the, the sort of reveals of them as they went through... Like was clearly just not on the same. No, set they and stuff. filmed it on the same on the same month. They got eliminated or something. Yeah, I, which I don't think they were really pretending that it wasn't because the shots were just very. Oh, obviously... absolutely not. But um. Yeah. It just uh, made me wonder: Are these just backup dancers that happen to fit into the costumes? Yeah, I mean probably, and I think given COVID and stuff, it's pretty hard to fly people back and forth. So I don't. Think yeah. That... They would have really bothered. I'm, but again, I don't really mind so much because it just it kind of just gives us the opportunity to see the costumes again. I don't feel like I've been lied to. If I'm like, I just I don't feel like I've been <laughs> lied to. I think the only part where it kind of disappoints me is like if we like we didn't we never got a whole cast sing along together. Like yeah. we didn't even have group numbers between group A and B or anything like that. We only had. Like when the final? We, no, no, we had um, we had some group A, group B. Uh, Did we? Yeah. Uh, oh. We had. Yeah, we had one. Oh, we had yeah one each. Um, okay. Well, yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like perhaps we could have had. I think maybe we could have had more group numbers. I don't know. <laughs> um. Interestingly, so a few fun facts from me. Um. So this is the third time that. Uh, so every season of The Masked Singer has had two people of the same gender in the final two. So it's been a final three with two of one, one of the other, or, you know, two girls, one one guy, two guys, uh-huh. one girl. And each time it's been two guys or two girls in the final. Yep. Uh, which is interesting. <laughs> are we, um, who are we not going to bring up last week? <laughs> what are we going to bring up from last week? Uh, that I somehow have, like, been messed up and thought Georgia Coughlin came second. Oh, yes. Oh, you were wrong, though. Yeah. Yeah. I, would I mean, concede, that's. <laughs> I would concede the point, guys. But, like, but yeah, you're still wrong about that. Showbiz, baby. <laughs> it is showbiz, baby. Um, the other fun fact I had is that all of our finalists, uh, weeks ago, we said Group A, superior group, they have the best performances. And we were right because Group A, the final yeah, three. Yeah, all, all group, group A. A. Yeah, so basically once they merged, it was just like picking off of the final people from our second group. <laughs> Which, that, uh, don't you feel bad for <laughs> in a group B? They're just like, we know we're going to go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be, to be absolutely fair, the final two... From Group B were our favourites, which were Baby and Kebab. And yeah. I, I thought that at they least one the of them... They were the standouts from Group B, though. 
Like, yeah. they're always the standouts from Group B. Yeah, I do think so as well. I, but, I mean, still, interestingly enough, I reckon, like, the standouts from Group A were, like, The Professor and The Pavlova. Um, so, you know, and they didn't make it. So, whatever. That's yeah. fine. Yeah, <laughs> I was so surprised when they didn't go as far as they did. Um, yeah. Can I just... I have a couple more things to say about Anastasia after being revealed. Yes. She was so cute. Like, <laughs> considering her vampire, her intimidating aura, and then she came out and she was like, oh my god, you guys, and you guessed me, and I was like, oh no, I failed. And I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> um, but <laughs> what I love yeah. is that after her head was removed, it looks like... Because vampire, obviously, with the mask, has like this big poofy shoulders and the collar and all that and yeah like, it's a look for a vampire but when the mask is removed and it's just anastasia's face it looks like she's got a doona right <laughs> oh so i like love that huddled up in front of the couch and you're like oh nice and cozy you know yeah oh i love that I, that's I very funny giggle because i was like <laughs> she's got uh, a doona on <laughs> 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 that's very funny it is yeah it's been pretty funny a lot of them when they have the costume off and so like i dolly i think has been the funniest and just like weirdest looking without the costume oh like, absolutely the but i mean yeah there's a couple of like jack vision without the kebab looks really funny um i would say dolly look uh baby sorry uh yeah baby as well yeah she looks really diminished but that onesie like that one that baby one piece thing actually looks really comfortable <laughs> Yeah, you know what is probably apart from I think it was weighted, but the uh the we probably the hardest thing about that costume apart from the big massive head was the big hands. I think. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can imagine them being heavy. Like she dropped yeah. one at one point and made this big thunk. I was like, yeah. are they made of wood or something? Like. Yeah. She just swinging around these. Hands. <laughs> um. Yeah, but that. Um. Did you have anything else to say about what this wonderful um, season? Well. I, I do want to shout out the, the real MVP of the season, which is Tim Chappell and his team, who they do yes. introduce, they did introduce in the in the sort of uh, uh, mass singer, uh, what is it, uncensored, whatever they called it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> unmasked or something. Yeah, no. they they did reveal a sort of sort of his team at work. Yeah, and it was really cool to hear him talk about the costumes and stuff and to hear how many awards he's won that's like yeah and to hear him also point out what really the show is all about which is just bringing the audience a bit of joy yeah and he understands the assignment like this is just (laughs) go crazy go wild i love the bit where he's doing his crossword and he just writes kill me now and i'm kind of (laughs) like me too tim I, you know what, I mean, people make fun of this show, and we make fun of this show, and I think that that is not only warranted, but welcomed, because it's a silly show, and, but at the, at the core of it, this is what I love about it, and this is what, you know, unironically, it's just a bit of fun, like, uh, unironically, like, it's, there's great costume design, um, there's, like, it's basically, there's, like, it's basically theatre, like, seeing somebody really kind of embody the costume is great. And that's why I think I love Dolly. And, um, you know, that's, that's where we love them when they really embody the costume. Yeah. Um, And really the people that do well, the people that embrace it and it's clear that they're there because they wanted to be and not just because like they don't have anything to do right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. I, don't know if we've had a season four announced yet, but I believe that we will get one. I think, I'm pretty sure the ratings are pretty good. I have a feeling that we will get yeah, a season four. Yeah, my fingers are crossed for season four, and yeah. we will be there yes. guessing away and yep. back on this podcast. Hopefully by then we won't have to record this socially distanced. Correct, correct, though, hopefully. Though I can't deny it is convenient to do it, this from the comfort of my own bedroom. It is convenient, so <laughs> let's not take that option completely off the table. Um, but yeah, no, see you next year. We'll see you next year for Missy Higgins being unmasked as the winner. Um, and that's... Nathan Foley coming a bit in a section place. <laughs> Nathan Foley will be on the Mars Singer. It'll happen. I feel like people don't understand this joke, because this is a joke that we've had for a while, but I don't think we've ever really properly explained okay. it. Okay, alright, I'll quickly explain. Here's the quick, here's the quick one down. Nathan Foley, one of the kids from High Five, yep. he went 
a high five ended for his generation. Apparently high five is still going. I didn't know this, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> um, so then he went on like The Voice. And he also went on uh, I Will Survive, that reality show with a yes. one cast. Uh, um, Forgot about that. It's gay bus. What's it called? Oh, <laughs> Priscilla. Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Priscilla, That's Queen disappointing. of the Desert. supposed to be a musical theatre person. Not was... only that, that was what Tim Chappell won the Oscar for. Oh, my god. So goodness. you should know this. I should know this. I watched it. And, I'm, and I'm, like, he's been on at least two reality shows. He's got at least five yep. more to go. Like, he's... Basically, the, the entire joke is that he's, we think that he will be on this show. Yeah, like he's trying to revive his career. Yeah. Like, I, reality TV. I think, you're, I think you'll be on there eventually. You know, look, I'm all for getting that bag. I'm just like, <laughs> mate, you got to do some more networking or something. Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey, we said Amory Shiano would do this one day, and we were right. And I think we've... We're going to be right about Nathan Foley. We're going to be right about uh, Missy Higgins. I think probably more likely from High Five to do it might be Charlie. I think maybe she's... Yeah, Charlie or like Kelly maybe. Yeah. (laughs) Charlie is definitely the big one because that... Like she was the it girl of Mm. High Five. Let's be real. Oh, absolutely. I was a Kathleen girl. but Really? Yeah, I loved Kathleen. I mean, she had a bit of a job job, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, spent spent all of her time being gaslit by a puppet. Yeah, it's <laughs> like I couldn't help but feel sorry for her, you know. <laughs> this is real deep cuts out. Next year, yeah. we'll all just be like high five members, and that's it. Oh, quick um, final note about mullet. I do. I did just remember it was hilarious when it was like, okay, you've come third, you're gonna be unmasked, and then he's like, I'm gonna do a runner. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't want to leave. Yeah, he's um, like, nah, I'm done. I'm not. I'm not finished. <laughs> Um, just like we aren't, but anyway, I want to give a big thanks to Anchor FM, which, mm-hmm. you know, a weird time for me to spruik this program, but basically it is an online site where you can host all your podcasts. It is how we got onto Spotify. It's how we've got onto Apple music. Um, uh, we haven't chosen to do other places because, you know, we're just a small <laughs> grassroots podcast at the moment yep. and I don't listen to many other streaming services, but um uh, yeah i think yeah absolutely we'll see you next year i mean maybe before then we'll see maybe we'll do a couple of little little specials here and there but um yeah yeah for... let us know if you want us for you know one of the american shows i'm sure one of them's coming up they've yes. got mass singer mass dancer it's it has <laughs> mass singer us has started i don't Mask know if i have the hot dog eating is next <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if I have the strength to do Masked Singer US, but maybe maybe we'll get desperate. Um, for the last time, are we going to try this sign-off again? And are okay. we going to succeed yeah, at every, it? Every week we've had a, we've had a time. All right, yeah. well, All right. here it is for the final time this year. I'm Belinda. And I'm Dan. And, and we, we are glad you must. <laughs> <laughs> next year. We'll get it next year. We'll That's get it fine. next year. Okay. Thanks a lot, guys.